Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. I recently read the book Online Danger by Dr. Eric Cole. In addition to the tips it shares, it also teaches a security mindset. I'd like to share my summary of the book with you, and I also encourage you to read the book for yourself. So here's my summary. The book contains practical personal cybersecurity advice for the average person. It's neither overly simplistic nor overly advanced. Dr. Cole deliberately shares only fairly basic tips, and he skips those that the average user won't implement because they're just too difficult. Each chapter ends with bullet points containing the chapter's salient points. Dr. Cole explains not only how to protect yourself, but also how to protect your family and how to help them protect themselves by teaching them a security and privacy mindset. Dr. Cole summarizes the book by saying, quote, remember, everyone on the internet could be out to give you, get you, use your common sense, end quote. He points out that as much as possible, you must be responsible for your security and privacy. He sets realistic expectations. Rather than telling you that following his advice will make you unhackable, he says, quote, success in cybersecurity comes in reducing the frequency of hacks or breaches and minimizing the impact on our lives, end quote. He also says, quote, prevention is ideal, but detection is a must. Truly, you will not be able to stop all attacks, but you should make it your goal to minimize or control the damage, end quote. The book is somewhat repetitive, but that was probably deliberate to reinforce the points. I don't like that the book uses a ninja theme telling you to, quote, be a cyber ninja, unquote, and frequently uses ninja-related terms. Please don't use ninja or related terms unless you're talking about Japanese covert agents who existed prior to the 18th century. Dr. Cole is a founder of a cybersecurity consulting firm. Uh, he's actively involved SAN, as a SANS fellow uh, and was CTO of McAfee. He's the parent of three kids, so he has experience helping kids stay safe online. Now I'm going to give you uh, uh, some of my notes that I took as I read the book. Um, so these are by chapter. Um, so this chapter is The New World Order, and there he gives four basic cybersecurity principles, what he calls Security 101. One, always run the latest version of any software you install. Two, don't put off installing patches from software vendors. Three, uninstall any software you don't use. Think of each program like a window in a house. The more windows, the more opportunities for someone to break in. Four, never use an administrator account for daily activity. Log in as a normal user with limited access. This limits the damage in case of compromise. He also tells you to use one computer or device only for your sensitive and personal info. So things like taxes, banking, passwords, uh, and says use a different computer or device for everything else, all of your typical use, uh, and never use that device for sensitive or personal info. In the chapter, The Realities of Cyberspace, he recommends that before you give away or recycle electronics, you remove their hard drives or securely wipe them. In the chapter, Secrets and Lies, uh, he says to defend against spoofing and phishing, verify the sender's identity through a different communication medium. For example, uh, verify that someone sent you an email by calling or texting them. Don't answer quizzes or surveys, which often ask for personally, personally identifiable information, uh, often referred to as PII. Don't share your location online, either through posts or through checking in. Doing so makes your home vulnerable to thieves and also shares details about your daily routine. Use anti-malware software, host-based intrusion prevention, 
sometimes called HIPS, HIPS uh, application whitelisting, which is a list of approved software, and full disk encryption, which you sometimes see called uh, FDE. Another chapter is, uh, is called Losers, Slimeballs, Forlorn Lovers, and Predators. And in that chapter, uh, my notes there are ask callers to verify their identity by providing details about the company they claim to call from. If they can't, or if you have any doubt, hang up and call the company directly. Use file sharing services such as Dropbox instead of email attachments. Don't connect your computer directly to your modem. Put a router in between because it contains a firewall. Back up any valuable data. Always assume your system could be made unusable at any time. In the chapter, You Are the Target, my notes from that chapter are, anytime you walk away from your computer or device, lock the screen. Anytime you'll be away from it from an extended period, turn it off. Never post your address, current location, or the school that you or your kids attend. Before accepting a questionable friend on social media, verify their identity through other friends or phone calls. Don't use the Remember Me feature on websites because those often lack security. Don't save your credit card numbers online. Use separate credit cards for online purchases versus offline purchases. That makes it easier to pinpoint the source of the fraudulent charges if you have them. And set low limits on those cards that you use for online purchases. Thoroughly review your free credit reports at annualcreditreport.com and you can consider buying additional ones to check more frequently. The website identitytheft.gov contains resources for managing identity theft. Enable airplane mode on your phone when you don't need it to communicate to increase protection. And then the, there's a quote uh, I wrote down from the book, uh, quote, from a functionality perspective, you want data in many places. From a security and personal protection standpoint, you want data in a minimal number of places. Achieve balance with these conflicting strategies by focusing on the access and storage of the information." End quote. Then from the chapter, Smile, you're being recorded permanently. Limit which apps can track your location. Treat your email as a public record because it could be compromised. Also, keep in mind that email constitutes a legal record and can be admissible in legal actions. Secure delete programs are not foolproof. Destroying a hard drive is the only foolproof method. Before you store sensitive data online, encrypt it on your computer. And uh, a quote here, quote, the only foolproof way to protect yourself against being recorded is to go camera-less or microphone-less. Try to buy devices without any type of recording features, end quote. If you can't do that, then cover, block, or disable the microphone and camera. From the chapter Childproofing Cyberspace for Kids and Adults. A couple of quotes. Quote, follow your children online, and by that he means on social media, but do not interact with them, at least not in front of their friends. Do let your children know that they are being watched and quickly address any concerning behavior. End quote. Another quote. Quote, parents should measure the trust and independence they want for their children against safety and caution. Rather than feeling like you are invading their privacy, commit to the idea that you are protecting them. End quote. Don't give kids admin access on any device. Periodically and unannounced, use your kids' devices. When you do, check their browsing history. 
if the child has deleted the history, that's a sign of trouble. Set up parental controls on any device that you give to kids. Disable location tracking, although you may want to use a location tracking app for your own keeping tabs on them. Require passwords before in-app purchases. Limit or disable data usage. Restrict incoming and outgoing calls to approved numbers. Only allow kids' devices to be used and charged where and when adults can supervise. When children become old enough, remove parental controls, but still monitor behavior. Approach children as their ally. You're not trying to get them in trouble, but to save them from trouble. And then a chapter titled, Is it Time to Become Amish? Just as driving less will decrease your chances of getting in an accident, even if you don't completely stop driving, in the same way, decreasing the data that you store and decreasing your internet usage will also decrease your chances of digital injury, even if you don't completely stop using the internet. Depending on what you do online, consider cyber insurance for yourself or your family. So what should you do? Uh, I recommend reading the book. Yes, I've summarized it here, but that's not a substitute for reading the book itself. Uh, the book provides not only tips, but also teaches a security mindset, uh, which is broader than just the, uh, the tips and advice that I've shared here. So a few tips that I've handpicked from the book just to leave you with. One, uninstall any software you don't use. Think of each program like a window in a house. The more windows, the more opportunities for someone to break in. Two, before giving away or recycling electronics, remove their hard drives or securely wipe them. Three, to defend against spoofing and phishing, verify the sender's identity through a different communication medium. For example, verify that someone sent an email by calling or texting them. Four, don't answer quizzes and surveys, which often ask for personally identifiable information. Five, don't share your location online through posts or through checking in. Doing so makes your home vulnerable to thieves and also shares details about your daily routine. Six, use file sharing services such as Dropbox instead of email attachments. Seven, never post your address, current location, or the school that you or your kids attend. Eight, before accepting a questionable friend on social media, verify their identity, verify that it's really them through mutual friends or through phone calls. Nine, don't give kids admin access on any device. That's it for my summary of Online Danger by Eric Cole. You can see these notes and learn more about digital security and privacy at defendingdigital.com.